Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. From Dumb People Town, and we've got Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover on the show this Hello. week. Hello. Good time in Dumb People Town, right? I mean, you like to make people smarter. When they finish watching your show That's what and try to do. listen to your podcast, they try and be smarter. We are going to not be focusing on those people in this, <laughs> in this episode. No, but we are going to focus on possibly the greatest eyewitness to any one of our stories. Mulver. 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 The first story Mulver. has one of the greatest Dumb People Town characters everywhere ever and he didn't actually do anything wrong <laughs> check it out hi it's slumber party with Allie and Georgia I'm Allie I'm Georgia mm. this is slumber party yeah we're we're gonna we're gonna lay it down this episode. Here's the deal: it's the day after Valentine's Day, 2013. Allie and Georgia are sitting on a couch. We don't have a guest. We have a lot in our minds, a lot, and we haven't podcasted in about a month. And this has been quite a month, Allie. We have a lot of brain lining to share. Yeah, so we're gonna get it all out. You're gonna we're just gonna vomit our brain lining onto you. And then, so and then so next episode, it's going to be hilarious with a like someone real funny and nice, and it's going to be much nicer. So if you if you don't want to hear this, skip to the next one. That's probably already up. But if you watch our videos or listen to our podcast and you're like those wacky girls, but you wanted to real talk and you wanted to see what's inside of our um, once we crack open our ribs and our sad sad souls, this is, this it. is it. This is the episode of that. <laughs> a very special slumber party. Okay, so. Here's what I learned, Georgia. What'd you learn? I'm just going to tell you mine because okay. I always say, what did you learn? What did you learn, Ellie? This is so dumb. I learned that whales, humpback whales, they blow these kind of like smoke rings, but they're made out of air. And they're these like these um, vortices of of ring bubbles. And they do it to trap all kinds of plankton because the plankton are like, so many bubbles, I'm scared. And then they eat all the plankton. Okay, that's very interesting. What did you learn about your that personally what did you personally oh learn? yeah i learned that i had to stop seeing this guy i was seeing because he um took a tv show idea that we're working <laughs> on and he pitched it with himself and a friend to the same production yeah. company that we've worked with that happened hey how's your dad and then i also learned that my dad's got goddamn fucking cancer i told you this is a real episode yeah. of slumber party my dad's got some legit baller Stage three bone cancer. Not literally baller, because he doesn't have no, ball cancer. I think it's fine. I haven't asked him about that, but <laughs> he has this thing called multiple myeloma, which is a blood cancer that my uncle got too, but he started chemo like 10 minutes after they diagnosed him, and he's doing okay. That's good. So that's what I've learned in the last goddamn fucking month. <laughs> Can we swear on this? Oh, we can. Can you bleep us? Georgia, what I don't think this learn? episode's going to actually air, because this is already <laughs> fucking depressed. Like, I already don't want to listen to this. Here's I'm two talking things. it. Here's two things that came out of it, though. Okay. Number one, whales are awesome. Right. Number two, this dude probably wasn't going to be an awesome long no, time situation. It's, uh, honestly, it's, it's better that it's ended and you get to move on. Yeah. And also, my dad is sick, but he's really great and i've gotten to see him more and everyone has said i love you more in the last couple of weeks than they have like in years and he looks my, great i saw he looks him great. and he's a fighter and he's actually he kind of right now kicking cancer's ass and people with multiple myeloma live longer than they used to so these are all good things yeah this is gonna i mean i feel like this there's gonna be a twist at the end of this podcast <laughs> where we like feel better and get super positive maybe we'll hug on, on the air is that a thing hmm. and then oh high five but in the meantime 
What's up with you, Georgia? Well, so yesterday was Valentine's Day. What'd you do, Georgia? Well, three years ago on Valentine's Day, I met this great guy. We fell in love. Four months later, he proposed to me. And so yesterday would have been our three-year anniversary had we not broken up two weeks ago. Moment of silence. Yeah. You'll notice I have no ring on my finger anymore. Yeah, I noticed. And I spent Valentine's Day with Georgia. We spent Valentine's Day together, which we had done four years ago. So it's kind of like the circle of life. Yeah, it's a circle of death. (laughs) The circle of death and Jameson. Oh, shit. (laughs) You know... (laughs) <laughs> it all it all returns mm-hmm. it's it's all it's all yeah it is one big yeah. life cycle so now i'm living alone i've learned what it's like to live alone again which uh you know i like living i really do like living alone i'm better by myself but it's sad because i really liked this person a lot but you know you live with two animals i live with two great cats i don't have a corgi anymore which is fucking sad he got the corgi, he got the corgi. it's funny that some people are like he got the bends and you're like he got the Tiny. Oh, I thought you meant like dog. the bends, like he got, like he came up out of water too quickly and got the bends. <laughs> <laughs> he got the bends when we broke up. It's a tough adjustment. It's a too. It's a difficult adjustment to do quickly. Yeah. I feel like you have good moments and bad moments. How are you doing? That's overall? true. Uh, I'm really disappointed, and I really, really dreading doing this all over again with someone. Like I don't want that to fucking happen. I just don't. I can't even imagine like sitting down to dinner with someone and telling about my like. Oh, how was your childhood? Oh, great. How was your... Like, I don't want to fucking do that. Yeah. And I thought I was done doing that. So I'm kind of disappointed, you know. Um, this sucks. I know. So what do we do? Wait, let me sit. You let just, me get comfortable. Like, let's get... You just keep living, man. I just took my shoes off and I have mismatched socks and I'm in my 30s. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. One of these things. I mean, here's the thing. I guess... I live my whole life. People with anxiety live their whole life that some shit's going to go down. Yeah. The shoe dropping is like, I have, I just, all my life I'm waiting for a, like a clog to hit me on the head. <laughs> and so these are the shoes that drop. Your dad gets sick. Yeah, but you realize you can deal with them. Like you we're dealing with them. No, just do you deal with it. One right? literally, it's so stupid and it's such like an inspirational card, but you just like every minute is a different thing. How you know? are you dealing with it, Allie? Well... Well, death, the the prospect that my dad has a has a disease that could be terminal is horrifying. And I just went into the fetal position, like hoarsely wept and uh, for a while. But then you realize that everyone dies. And then I'm really lucky that I had my that I've had my dad for 68 years. Yeah. And, you know, I was thinking about some friends of ours who who have either never met their dads. Yeah. Or like, we have a friend whose dad died when she was eight. And I'm like, I'm pretty lucky and everyone's going to die. I'm going to die. I could die tomorrow in a car wreck, blah, blah, blah. And also my dad's, you know, pretty kick-ass. He's a tough dude. So he's fighting it. So it's like, okay, well, that's the good thing. And what am I going to do? I'm going to end up being with a guy for years and then have him do something crappy to me like years down the line. No, I just might as well get it over with now. So you're done. Are you done, done? With this guy? Yeah. I don't know. I'll be friends with him, but how do you trust Why? someone? When? Why? How do you? Tr- I, I, I've gone through so. He's going to listen to this, and it's going to be terrible. But I've, I, you know, trusted him through so many, like, sh- kind of shocking <laughs> things that he that he's done and apologized for. That I'm like, but this one, which like we've worked for so long on our own show, that to have someone like come and try to take the idea and compromise it is just like well, laughable. And, and then blame you for it and not and not apologize and acknowledge it too is crazy but i mean when it happened i asked some friends and every one of them was like what no out so it sucks but you know maybe he doesn't realize what he 
did, but I don't think he has the same like calibrated standard of ethics that other human beings yeah. do. So then that means it's fine. No, I mean, I don't care about dating right now, whatever. You, the idea of dating is terrible, though. We it's, both agree. I've kind of known that, you know, like this. I've been with him for three years and the last while it's been like, you know, we haven't been as good. And I but I the thought of like either staying with this person that is nice to me and cares about me and knows me really well and my family likes or going out and fucking maybe meeting someone who's uh, just awful. Like, obviously, I don't want to fucking do that. And now I now the, I have to do that. Right. No. no. Can I be single for the rest of my life? I think I'm going to be one of those ladies that maybe shockingly gets married in her 40s and I have a cactus garden, you know? Do you like your husband? Will I? Yeah. Hopefully. I don't know. He's probably going to be on his second wife and he's not going to have any hair. No. And I'm going to just have some wind chimes and (laughs) I'm going to wear loose skirts (laughs) and that's going to be and I'm going to get married in denim. Oh. And that's okay. Uh, <laughs> I just don't, I'm having a hard time with like uh, what the point of a relationship is. Like, am I going to, is my life going to be a series of like three to five year relationships for the rest of my days? Is that going to happen? Well, the problem is, the problem is our standards are jacked from Pinterest <laughs> because everyone marries someone that they met in like a humanities class sophomore year in college. It's so true. They've been together for 14 years. So true. They get married with a body mass index that is above healthy and dresses from David's bridal. And then they go on to have children that rub their dirty hands on everything. On everything. So you're, you're saying that we need, we're like, we're like rewriting this fucking book and there's no like, yeah. Cause every, I guess look at everyone on Facebook that you were friends with from high school. They're all married with children. Yeah. Right. How many of them have podcasts in which they get to dump out their feelings on someone else's all. Couch? I mean, at least they have a blog, probably. Or a Pinterest account. <laughs> they have a blog spot still. Ugh. They have a GeoCities. I don't know. Oh, but I started I mean, a new blog. Did you really? When? Yeah. Like, I just start. I haven't written anything. I just, like, last week I thought of the name and, like, found it, got it on WordPress. What's it called? It's kind of dumb. I don't know if I like it yet. And I'm still, like, designing it and shit. But uh, I, I, lost the, I lost my password to my blogspot account so i can't even your old one yeah which is fine because i don't want, i don't really want to go back to that uh it's called girl plus gusto and it's gonna be like a travel-y adventure kind of a well fun high like five look at the phoenix rising from the ashes will you yeah well there's no there's no phoenix yet it's just like an egg an idea of a phoenix well look at us moving on with our goddamn what are lives. you gonna do what are you excited about i'm excited well here's the other thing it's like 2013 suck a fuck no, I think it's going to be good. But, but hey, we know what we should talk about. Can but, we finally talk about this? That we got a TV we show? We got a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. We started shooting our TV show in a couple weeks. So then there's that. That's what I'm saying, though. It's like 2013 can kind of suck a fuck. However, maybe only January, February, because we start shooting our own TV show and we get to travel to all yeah. these different lands. And that's I really mean, great. And two out of 12 <clears throat> isn't bad. Like two shitty months out of 12 months. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the last month that's been so catastrophically awful that it's. I find it kind of comforting. I find it kind of like funny. I'm like, well, thank you for having one monsoon of shit instead of, yeah. you know what I mean? Just all at once. I think yeah. it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Our hair looks great. Our hair looks great. Amazing. I mean, okay, let's talk about our TV show, The Allie and Georgia Can we, Show. I, don't feel, I feel like we shouldn't talk about it until a press release goes out. Anyway. And we're about to start shooting it. Well, I know, but still. I don't, I'm like, let's not announce that we're pregnant until the baby is in kindergarten. <laughs> well, what are we going to do when we're filming it? We want to take photos and, t- and show it off and stuff. I think we can just wait until the press release goes out. When is that going to be? I just don't want to jinx anything. 
it's at this point if everything gets jinxed <laughs> jesus we're gonna be fine i'm knocking on i'm knocking on a couch maybe maybe you don't think it's maybe like if you the more you build it up the more like real it becomes and the more effort you put into it because it's like this real thing what about your okay what? speaking of that so you and colin got engaged really quickly yeah right and you're like we're engaged we're engaged, yeah. we're engaged, we're engaged, we're engaged. do you feel like maybe that that was too soon to have gotten so much pressure do you know what I mean yeah um well it's it's weird I mean I definitely think we got engaged too soon but at the same time I don't think it would have changed our relationship at all if we hadn't I don't think if we'd been together for two years and then he proposed we would have lasted any longer really the relationship was what it was and either way I mean yes I think we got engaged too soon when is okay? My parents got engaged after a month. This was like in the late sixties. Yeah. When if you wanted to touch someone's boobs, you had to have a priest <laughs> sign a lot of paperwork. Yeah. Um. And so they got engaged. They've been married for forty-four years. It's crazy. Yeah. They don't have a, a relationship that necessarily I would like. They like they don't talk about stuff. Wait. They just, how quickly two? after they? This is another thing that I've been noticing that's super fucking weird. Is that? Well, the thing is that we got engaged after four months, but then had no plans for a wedding, and I'm. I'm like, I'm kind of baffled by people who keep like people we know keep getting engaged and like immediately go like find a location. Like, I don't think I know how to plan a wedding. I don't. I don't think it's about planning a wedding. No. I don't think it's like, I don't know how to plan a party because you plan parties all That's the time. True. I think it's a, are you ready to do this? Because yeah, yeah. if, if I think like if you're ready to start a diet, you're going to buy the diet book and then you're going to start the diet. Yeah. If you're like, I'm not ready for this, the book's going to sit on the shelf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think if it feels right, people are like, well, fuck, I can't wait to be married to this person. Yeah. So they're like, let's, my mom called the church that night, but my mom oh my also God. was afraid that my dad would change his mind. Oh. And my dad also proposed to her, meaning like, we'll get married in a couple of years. And my mom's like, great. How's August? <laughs> and they were married within four months. I love it. Well, um, yeah, I think there's something to be said for being with someone for a couple of years and then deciding like, yeah, this is still someone I want to spend my life with and then you propose I don't I don't want to talk shit though because I think because it was a great relationship Colin's a great fucking person and and it was what it, it was what it was you know so it's like I can't be and I'm trying not to do that like what if this what if that because it's not helping me at all instead yeah. of just being like this is what happened and this is the right thing to do which he agreed you know we both think it's the right thing to do so to have done so they say it takes a, like something like a sixth of a second to fall in love with someone. Jesus. Which just makes you think it's just all pheromones. Is that true? Really? I think it's just a dick sixth talk. of a second? Something crazy like that. Like when you meet the person or like when, then like, when you, you know, finally like, fall in love with maybe them? Maybe you're in the middle of a date and then all of a sudden you're like, oh <gasps> shit. I'm in love. You like, so, your, you like your grandma? Oh yeah. shit, I love you. I think it's all pheromones. Either that or it's reincarnation. I can't decide if being in love is hardcore biology. Like, I love the smell of your pits. I want to make babies with you. Or if it's like, we used to live in India together and we're reunited. Do you believe in that? <clears throat> what, being in India together? No, I don't believe in reincarnation, not from a spiritual level, but from a mathematic level. Because there are so many more people now that if everyone got reincarnated, what then that means everyone just splits into like into splinters and then that splinter is put into a new body like does that mean that i am part of an old man that lived in in uh in canada 200 years ago but part of him is also in you know someone doesn't make any sense you know what i mean because there's more people now so you can't keep reincarnating the same number of souls you need more souls like the 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 idea that it's as simple as like you become someone else is like so stupid to me (laughs) like 
It's so, it's too simple. You know what's really weird? I was on this road trip with my parents this week because my parents, who I hope don't know what podcasts are, um, I drove up to eight hours to like Tahoe where they live. Mm -hmm. I I picked them up. My dad's like going through chemo. He's very weak. He's super sick. My mom has MS. She can barely walk. Fun time. Yay for Ellie. So, um, So I put them in my car and then I drove them down to LA to see this oncologist. But on the way, I had an eight hour road trip with my parents. And so my mom starts talking to me about abortion. What? And about how she doesn't think abortion is a sin because they even say in the bible that you're not god doesn't put a soul in you until you take your first breath so my mom starts talking about how like a lot of the people who use christianity as like um a counter to abortion or like missing they neglect to cite key passages of the bible and we're just like driving through farmland and i don't know how to really respond to that like so like high five your mom yeah, or something. Like, so you want to go get a milkshake? So abortions for, for all of us? It was really, and it was it was funny to hear my mom talk about that. That's and then, crazy. But we also listened to this American Life episode. My parents don't know what this American Life is. It's a podcast, mom. So I put it on. And she's like, so what's it about? And I'm like, it's about a lot of different stories. So we start listening to it. Ooh, Valentine's Day episode. This should be safe. And the Valentine's Day episode that this American Life had was all about a guy who was dating a, guy, a girl for 13 years. And they decided that they wanted to sleep with other people before they got married. They had a rumspringer. And so... He the, he essentially just starts talking about like like fucking his way through Manhattan, and my mom and dad just are silent and pursed oh lips, staring God. out the window. And um, that sounds. So I awkward. what I didn't tell my mom is the guy who was telling the story on This American Life is someone that I had been on dates with. Oh my God, I love. I was it. like, what if you had told her that? Oh hey, this guy's talking about fucking all these people. I've been on a date with him. Oh God, of all the things, of all the. It's like mom, look how connected I am. In the entertainment biz, <laughs> barf. Anyway, um, how are your parents reacting to your various tragedies? Um, they're being really sweet and supportive, and I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where like I don't want anyone to be like, "How are you?" So I'm just avoiding them completely. Really? Like they're being very gentle and tender with me, which is making things like I just want you to. Like my mom sent me a fucking card in the mail, like a shit. My mom did that when I got I broke up with a guy. Really, my mom? Yeah, yeah, she fucking sent me a card that was like, well, first of all, my mom does this annoying thing where she buys a card and just signs her name to it, which is like, just write something. (gasps) Don't just write Janet or mom or whatever. No, if you buy me a card with a sentiment and write your name and you put it in an envelope, if you do more writing on the envelope than you do the card, then on the card, then you can eat the card and shit it out. I don't care. It was the I know it was the thought that counts. But I just didn't need that. And I have just been avoiding them because I can't deal with talking about it and hearing, how are you holding up? What are you going to do? I don't know how I'm going to pay my rent myself, mom. And I don't want to talk about it. What if you were, what if she's like, how are you holding up? And you're like, fucking terrible. She'd be really sweet. Really? Yeah. They, they like to be, my mom likes to, my mom likes when she's needed. You yeah. know what I mean? She likes to like come to the rescue. So then what's the, Okay. So we've had things, <laughs> we, we've had things happen. Mm-hmm. God pulled down his drawers and dropped a <laughs> deuce on us. A little bit. But um, what's the, so what's the best outcome? What do you think? What's um, the best outcome well, of Well, I think what's really great for both of us is that we're going to be going into this TV show. Just going to say that about it. We're going to be going into this TV show kind of raw and new and like, ex- you know, experiencing life in a different fucking way because we've both been with someone for a while we've both been distracted by that and we're about to start this new fun like literal adventure because it's the fucking idea of the show that's a good point new as new people that's a good point because you never um 
you they ne- would never make a movie that's like Stella Artie is kind of has her groove, <laughs> but it's fine. Stella takes a lot of naps. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, I've been taking. Oh, God, I've been sleeping so much, by the way. Is that good? I don't know. I feel like I mean, my therapist is always like, you need to let yourself do that. Like, you don't need to also feel guilty about it. If that's what you're feeling at the moment is that you need to go take a nap, take a fucking nap and then don't feel shitty about it. But is your therapist like that's a symptom of depression? No, of course it is. But I don't know. I think being a little depressed sometimes is okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, I fucking just broke up with a great person for three years. Of course I'm a little depressed. What if you had depression or what if you were going through something and you like kind of just couldn't eat anymore? You like stopped eating. Would your therapist be like, if you don't want to eat for a couple of days, you got to let no. yourself do that. No. In fact, I, when I got really thin, she was like, are you okay? Mm. So I was like, this is, this is, uh, she's basically telling me I should go eat a lot of food. So I did that. She is? <laughs> no. I took it like that because I really wanted to eat a cheeseburger. So. And you know what happened? Huh. Valentine's Day at midnight, the day before Valentine's Day, we went to Forensic Fuck yeah, we did. What did we eat, Allie? Like 14,000 tiny pancakes, yep. a bowl of mac and cheese. And for some reason, I ordered granola. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. I don't know that why I did that. And, and a then, bottle of white wine. Yeah, we did a, We shared a split of Pinot Grigio <laughs> that was like... In plastic wine glasses. Yeah, it was like $4 uh, wine. <laughs> we are... We're just doing it. We're owning this we town right now doing it i don't know i think it's exciting you know i think it, you end up being friends with your exes so it's not like this person's gonna be out of your life no, forever we went on we went to lunch on valentine's day together did you guys cry uh I, yeah i cried <gasps> how come what made you cry whenever he leaves i start crying really like, we've hung out a couple times and like whenever he's leave, like we hug goodbye you know mm-hmm. and for extended time because it's fucking sad yeah and i just start bawling oh just great being a girl um he doesn't cry he starts it? to a little and then, you know, Ugh. Yeah. Uh, the we thing w- that sucks about this is that I can't do anything like in retaliation to him because <laughs> it's so fucking amicable. I can't I know, hate him. I'm sorry. I can't unfollow him. So I'm my hands are tied. And he's and you guys are like emailing like, I hope you I hope everything's OK. Yeah, I know. I got this email from George's ex that was like this long email. Of, the first paragraph was like, don't tell her I'm emailing you. I know you guys are close. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. Don't tell her. And it was just essentially like, I care about her. I want to make sure she's okay. Aww. I can just make sure that she's all right. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, of course, homie, I'm on it. And I like you both, blah, blah, blah. But then I couldn't tell you that he did this really sweet thing. Uh, yeah. So it's like, I'm going to do this really nice me. thing for this person. It would mean a lot to them. Don't let them know I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote back and I, I wished a plague on all of his houses <laughs> and I, only, I popped two of his tires. <laughs> That's the other thing is you're driving his car. I'm driving, oh God, there's so much complications going on. It? And his mom texted me the other day. <gasps> Why? Because she was like, "I'm so sad you're not going to be my daughter-in-law." Oh, I care my about you God. very much. I'm so sad about this. I think you're wonderful. Uh, I'm still going to watch your shows and follow your career, and I'm just I care about you very much. Like, yeah, this is making me want to kill myself. How fucking sad is that? She's like wonderful. And I have to like send her back. Like she sent me like her mom's, her like dead mother's jewelry that she thought I would like, like vintage jewelry. She sent me that for Christmas. So I have to like (sighs) send it back to her now. Just think though, imagine if everyone would have bought you expensive wedding presents. I know you you did tell me that. You know what I mean? Keep thinking of that. Yeah. Um, This guy who I was really mad at, who did something really shitty to me the other day, his mom tagged me in a Valentine's Day post on Facebook. No. She's so glad to have me in the family. (gasps) Oh. And then it was like add to timeline because like you know people can post oh you and they have to go prove it. I'm like, do I prove it? Do I? I don't know what to do because his family is wonderful. Did you add it? I was like, that's really nice of her, so I did. And then oh. he got mad at me. <laughs> he got mad at you? You know, it's like, how dare you? How dare you thing. what? 
like a you know add this thing that his mom said nice things about oh, me. Oh, while you're in yet, the middle of a fight. While I'm mad at him. Yeah, I could see that being weird. I don't know. I don't know, but I mean, I my my I stay in better contact with my ex's moms than I do them. I think. <laughs> I think so that's weird. fine, honestly. I think ex's moms are like the best kind of mom because they really liked you. They appreciate you because you're gone, but you don't really have any onus to see them. You don't or... have to eat their ham salad that they made at Christmas time. What's the weird? What's the okay? What's the weirdest thing that an an ex's a boyfriend's mom has ever done? Oh my god. Why? What's yours? Once uh, my my ex boyfriend's grandma, who was in her late eighties, and she was like this very. They used to describe her as quote piss and vinegar, which was she was she hated Bush, and she was from Philadelphia, and she was a very loud mouth, am- amazing Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. And she pulled me aside at dinner, and she said, "I'm very constipated. Do you know what I should take for that?" Oh my god! And I was like. <laughs> Wow, why so, you? Did she think you look constipated? I don't know. I think that we were talking about health things earlier. Wow. But it was just and it was just not quite out of your shot. So Oh I, my god. It's pretty bad. Yeah, well I guess the weirdest thing is that I don't know. She fucking texted me. How sweet is that? Yeah, that's really nice. Oh god, this is the worst. But I'm trying to think of while I was dating someone no, the weirdest. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Um it's eh. It's fine. You move on. Okay. So what are we going to do? What's going to happen now? Can I ask one more question? Yeah. Have you ever thought about all of your boyfriends in the same yes. room? Yes. Oh, actually, I think of them on a bus for some reason. Really? Yeah. I think of them in a classroom. Oh, that's weird. You know, like all seated in a classroom, huh. like kind of not wanting to be there. That's weird. I think of them. I think of getting on a bus, like just casually getting on a bus and then suddenly every <laughs> row is filled with someone I dated and none of them know that that's what that the other one. You know what I mean? Ew. And they're just all there. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about that one. Oh, this one's a dick. That one's dead. So it's weird that he's here. <gasps> like that kind of thing. How many dead ex-boyfriends do you have? Just two. Oh, man. Um, I have a lot of deadbeat ex-boyfriends. Hey, waka waka. Same thing. Am I right? No, that's not the same <sighs> thing at all. Um, That's funny. I wonder if everyone has a scenario of all of their exes in one place. Hold on. Dustin. Dustin. Do you have a scenario of all your exes in one place? Where are they uh, sitting? Okay, get on the mic. It's a very uh, uh, interesting episode. <laughs> My first ex right now is uh, in federal prison for 20 years <gasps> for robbing eight banks. And her boyfriend, f- for heroin money, hung himself in, in jail. Uh, so I just found that out. Oh my God. And then to boot... The girl, my other ex after her of five years, the girl I thought I would marry just the other day, uh, got engaged to a guy she's been seeing for a year after we broke up. And also, when I met her, I was working at a McDonald's and I trained (laughs) this kid. He was 14. He's nine years younger than me. So that's the worst. Just like the bottom of a well. <laughs> oh no! You picture all of your exes at the bottom wow. of a well. Oh, gosh. that's the worst. So we're all in just dark places right now. You guys, why do we do it? Can we can we request that? Uh, you know what I think we should do is listen, listeners. Please email Allie and Georgia at Gmail. It's A L I E and Georgia at Gmail, and tell us a nice, happy thing. <gasps> Please tell us like a good thing that's happening to you right now. Yeah. Right. A positive thing. Like, did you, what did you do? Did you, what, did you win the lottery? 
even that is people who win the lottery usually get murdered by someone they love. <gasps> Can I say one other thing though? Let's talk about this. Yeah. What is the best thing that's come out of a breakup from you? Because I had this breakup. I dated this guy till I was like 28. We lived together for three years. I was unhappy for most of the years. And I didn't, I wouldn't accept the fact that I was depressed. I kept thinking that I had like adrenal fatigue oh and like all, all kinds of medical and you problems. Were just straight and depressed. I was just straight up depressed. Because as soon as I broke up with him and moved out, I was like, I'm back. Oh my God. And from there, I got my own apartment. I started painting and I finally had the courage to submit my writing, essentially submit my artwork and my writing to newspapers. And my whole career started. And before that, I was collecting unemployment and was like incredibly depressed. Yeah. And like if I hadn't broken up with him, I mean, don't get me wrong. There was one night where I cried into dirty carpet face down listening to Wonderwall <laughs> by Ryan Adams or whatever. But um, it's not Ryan Adams. was it Brian Adams or no. I mean, he does a cover. Oh, he does? Yeah, it's a oh, very acoustic. It. It's very moving. Oh. But look at that. I would never have done my, done artwork. I never would have become a columnist for a newspaper. Yeah. So, well, what am I... Okay, so... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's totally... I, like, you don't break up with someone because you think it's going to be worse afterwards. Like, I know that it's positive and, like, the, the point is... The point of a relationship and, like, our lives is to find someone that we love and want to be with forever. And I... Like, even though I'm really a negative person and my parents divorced when I was five, I know that that exists and can happen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the point is to make your life better. And I know that's going to happen. Right. So, yeah. So it, you, have you ever had a breakup where you're like, hey, that came out of it? For example, you moved down to L.A. Yeah, and you met this kick ass you. girl. Yeah. Like I wouldn't we wouldn't have done any of this if I hadn't broken up with my five year relationship. How crazy. You would be in court reporting school. Oh, my God. You're right. You would have been a court reporter. Be a court reporter. Georgia right moved down here to be a court reporter. And then she was like, fuck it. Had a blog. And then we made a McNuggetini video. Now yeah. we have a fucking TV show. Um, I don't want to hijack your podcast please, please do. It, it, but i just recently hijack. went through like the most toxic relationship and the worst breakup of my life and my <gasps> my my friend my mentor my guru duncan trussell uh said something to me that i think would benefit people listening to this right now i love it but you know he was talking about these feelings that you have for people that are intense and what we do is we build up inside of us this energy and uh, what, what's love and affection for people and all you're doing is creating that internally and so then what you do is you you find the idol you have the thing you know that you give your love and affection to and then once the idol's gone you have this huge amount of energy inside of you uh, whether it's good or bad what you need to realize is that uh it's all it it all comes back to you like it's the love that you're creating inside of yourself that you're you're giving somebody so if you remove the idol you know there's first this like it's like hitting a fishbowl so like all the dirt and there's the water gets cloudy and like you can't see through the glass but you know eventually it all settles and but you need it's a perfect time creatively too to like look inside of yourself uh what you do with that energy and where you've been putting it and the best thing that can happen to both of you as you're in this like transitioning period of like, you know, you know, things are, are changing and it seems like things are getting destroyed, but it's the, you have all this boundless energy now that you were giving somebody or some a situation and now you can focus it. You can just move it and put it towards your work, which I have been doing and I've felt, so better but he said that to me and it was very powerful and it helped me get through a very big breakup nothing as you know 
uh, is, is massive as what you're going through. But I thought I would chime in and, uh, and relay that because, uh, yeah, it's that kind of episode. It's getting real. <laughs> I love it. No, that's that sage makes, wisdom. That is sage. Duncan Trestle, way to go. You know what's sad during that? I was like, maybe I should get a cat to give my love to, <laughs> which I know is not the point. That's the idol. But it kind of is. It kind of helps. Honestly, having two cats distract me has been really great but, but i mean that's I, true I, I think i took what i was giving to the guy and put it toward my work then yeah do you know what i mean and i guess you're gonna take i can do that too a certain amount of energy and love you're giving toward your fiance to your work now for a little i'm bit. excited to do that i'm really glad in two weeks we're gonna be making a tv show i know you don't want to talk about it but like two, in two weeks we're gonna be making a tv show i'm excited about it that's crazy i know maybe it is what if you what if we go to alaska and there's some like burly man with a smelly beard and it turns out that that's the guy you're supposed to be with and then your ex happens to find some girl that's like a better match I don't want to I don't want to think about yeah it's that too right soon now. for that really I, and I don't think I'm gonna I think I'm like I kind of feel like really okay with not dating someone for a while yeah like I feel really okay I know at some point I'm gonna be like fuck I'm lonely but you got your homegirls yeah I, I'm kind of happy going to bed alone at night and waking up alone and it's like not depressing to me yet. I feel like it'd be more depressing to be with someone I don't want to be with. And you were saying after your last breakup, you didn't have as many roll dogs. Look at how many oh, roll I dogs didn't. you have. I, the fact that like I have so many rad girlfriends in my life now is fucking beautiful. I love it. I'm so happy about that. You can put your love toward us and making us gluten-free cupcakes like you did last night. I totally made gluten-free cupcakes last night. Georgia made um, Halloween-themed gluten-free cupcakes for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. What's that? <laughs> Just living life. <laughs> oh, it's to the grim. I think it's true, though. It's um, it's just that it's that it's sad to see someone who's so close to you go away. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I think it's better to be casual, good friends with them than to be, you know, texting, getting 150 texts <laughs> in a night. <laughs> yeah. For example, we, our breakups could not be more different. Oh my god. Which is funny. Yeah. Yeah. George's is like. Let's meet for tacos and hug. And then I, I have this weird situation where I'm just like, I'm trying to hang out with you guys for Valentine's Day and my phone is just like, bling, 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 bling. So um, we're going to say fuck that. Fuck that is so far January, February. Yeah. We can both say fuck that. Yeah. But fuck that thus lunch. far is lunch. Uh, lunch. Okay. Do you have any other fuck oh. that's that are kind of amazing? <laughs> Amy uh, Bender. Oh, Amy Bender. Yeah. We just, Ali gave me this book to read called uh this particular sadness of lemon cake and i've stayed up till four in the morning to read it it was like finish it in a day it was so fucking good you should read it all right my fuck that i love so much that i would fuck is smashbox reflection high shine lip gloss let me see that um i was on a job i was doing a shoot and the makeup lady um let me keep this and i wanted to just mouth kiss her i was so so excited about about it it's orange it's orange it's Ladies, it's by Smashbox, Reflection, High Shine. You put it on and it's still glossy like 17 hours later. Wow. And um, it tastes delicious. And I'm a person who collects a lot of lip balms. Sure. I really, really have a problem with lip emollients. And this is one of my favorites. So Smashbox, thanks. I want to shout out to this makeup lady, Alex, for kicking it down at a hard time on my life. Nice. Free makeup, (laughs) man. What, What more do you need? Um, oh, well, boyfriend. I want to say fuck yeah to all the girlfriends that we've been chilling with. For real. Have been getting our back and we're so lucky. And if you guys want to drop us an email at <laughs> allieandgeorgia at gmail.com and just say, hey, have a good day, ladies. Yeah, here's what's great. Tell life. us what's shitty in your life and we'll send you back something that says, hey, man, 
we're gonna get through this stronger yeah and next week we promise to have someone super funny and super fun on so this this won't happen again if not i'm gonna learn how to make armpit fart sounds and i'm gonna do that for 35 to 40 minutes (laughs) who's into it yay georgia we did a great job we did thanks for listening to slumber party podcast with Allie and georgia go to feralaudio.com and listen to all the rad ass podcasts. God, they've got there. so many good so podcasts. So many good podcasts. So many good podcasts. Thank you, Farrell, for letting us talk into these microphones. Yeah. And, and to... thanks for Dustin and, and Duncan Trussell for their wise words. This is a flash flood of sadness, yeah. but there's light on the other side. <laughs> High five, Georgia. High five. We're going to do it. <laughs> Never let me Never sing. Any we'll take Let's it. not sing.